Welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of All Bases Covered, and happy Monday. I'm your host, Alex. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lauren. And today, we have a special guest, Hannah. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. So Hannah, you may or may not have heard of her. She's on Instagram at Ms. underscore Hannah underscore E. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. Hannah is a scientist and a sunscreen queen. So this week we have her on to talk about all things SPF and beauty, sun care and... Sun safety, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, sun safety. Um, Hannah started building her Instagram when she started documenting her skin journey back in 2015 and now has over 26,000 Instagram followers. Um, She's been published in online publications like Mamma Mia and ABC, and she has a Bachelor of Pharmaceutical Science, so she knows her stuff. She does. I try. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hannah, do you want to start by telling us a bit about yourself? I guess I um, started documenting my skincare routines because my skin was problematic, like I had cystic acne right through uh, till maybe a couple years ago. I've given myself bouts of it as well with overdoing it with skincare. I would never know that you have no scarring whatsoever. Your skin is flawless. There's a bit of texture, but um, nothing I can't sort with a treatment or two. Um, So I started while I was doing my degree. I always wanted to maybe like develop makeup or be a makeup artist. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I thought I'd study the science related to it. So that's why I did pharmaceutical science. And now I work in drug development, kind of um, clinical research. But yeah, my Instagram, I was just like, documenting my skincare routines and being like I use this and then this and, and then this it. today and then it just kind of grew and I started incorporating a bit of science into it where I was learning it, it helped me learn I feel mm. um I like to take the science and kind of communicate it and like make stories around it yeah. I find that so interesting because I feel like science people are very left-brained and like mm. creativity is very right-brained but obviously you're a very creative person She's as well mm. also telling being able to explain it to someone else helps you learn it so much better so I'm yeah. not surprised that that's like the way that you've kind of learned that's study true. groups study groups yeah <laughs> um yeah my dentist said that too he was like oh you're creative and you like science i'm like you're the whole package i get that all the time like really? oh you do oh, yeah, makeup you are too. but you have a brain i'm like oh they're not mutually exclusive but thank yeah. you for the really? subtle insult not. <laughs> like i think that's why i went and did science it's because i i just wanted to do like makeup artist course my family yeah. were like Oh no, you need to use your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Story of Lisa's life. Yeah. Although my family's very accepting, but other just <laughs> strangers. Just strangers accepting. that are yeah. like, Oh, interesting, you're intelligent. I'm like, I am, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can. Yeah, I, try. I feel like yeah. you always get people with two sides of the coin as well. Like I'm obviously love beauty and everything, but then I fucking love numbers because I sit yes. in front of spreadsheets all day. Yeah, you weirdo. Like, yeah. So I feel like the reason that everybody loves you and your Instagram account is because you combine the two. And I yeah. think that's what makes you so fabulous. You've got that really analytical approach to things that are beautiful. Which is how we loved you as well. Yes, like, that is how we found you. Yeah. Well, and we were kind of obsessing for a few weeks and we were like, oh my gosh, should we reach out to Hannah? Should we do it? Oh my God, I was like, can you reach out to me? And I, I know when you had Jackie on, because I don't, I don't know Jackie, but I follow her. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh. They do guests now. <laughs> so bashful. <laughs> yes. So 
your I don't know much about your SPF journey, but we've always seen on your Instagram stories you um, do your hashtag today's SPF. Yes. I really like it and I like how it highlights people's passion for sunscreen and it kind of encourages that conversation around SPF and making it more cool. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I guess I used to be obviously not very good and I never want anyone to feel shamed for like not using it. So we try and keep it as inclusive as possible. But mm-hmm. the idea, my friend Matt, who is based in the US, um, mm-hmm. it's at Dirty Boys Get Clean okay. and his Instagram account is this most beautiful like pink shelfy like uh Goals. I found his account because of you, and it's yes. beautiful. Oh my God, he's I the sweetest human. Mm-hmm. Loz is it's sometimes just, yeah. Instagram illiterate, so sometimes <laughs> I'm really terrible, and I don't, I don't, I don't have time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's fair. You've got to be very on the pulse with yeah. digital. So you two just keep yeah. updated more and more. I don't have time. Yeah, I don't know how I do it. Um, so him and I, you know, talked here and there, and then we just kind of did it together and it's been like I want to say over six oh I don't even know how long we've been doing it for like more than six months yeah now um where we just thought you know what we'll start sharing them we'll get people to tag us and that way people can see what other people are using yeah hopefully yeah. they can look at their account and go all right well their skin type is like this yeah. yes that might work for me and then hopefully someone will find a sunscreen that they like and will commit to wearing yeah. every day that's how I found mine ultraviolet yeah. yeah, they're so good. Like they are. Yeah, it's really just finding that one that you're in love with, isn't it? And then once you've yep. got it, like you've got it, sort yeah. you're good. It's just it's finding that little diamond in the rough that works for you. That's really difficult. Also, I feel really? like it's a little bit about taking the plunge into luxury SPF because yes. so many people, are, like myself included, I was like, oh cool, I can buy all of my SPFs from the chemist mm-hmm. because that's the best place to buy them. But yeah, I feel like there's a, it's a whole, I mean, like all beauty, it's a whole nother ball game when you step into luxury. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I personally, like, because I only use cruelty free, I'm pretty good. Sometimes <laughs> I miss them. Um, but it's hard because a lot of the drugstore ones aren't, yes. so I can't really help people choose those. Yeah, um, that's fair. And I'm on the fence about it constantly, like, oh, is people being sun safe more important? Or is... Uh, but I've done this now and I'm doing it. Yeah. So I think um, also know your market. Like if you've picked the cruelty free, more high end, then uh, that's what people love you and follow you for. Like you yeah. can't yeah. cater to everybody. Also you, pick your cause. Like you're saving yeah. humans' lives by protecting their skin and Yeah. And know. saving animals by protecting yeah, cruelty absolutely. free. Absolutely. Yeah. Also if you're gonna splurge on something, it should be something that's protecting your skin anyway. So True. You can True. get some yeah. Korean ones quite affordably as well. You a lot can. of them are cruelty free. And Korean is amazing. Yeah. Mm talk about that all right let's get into why should we wear sunscreen i think most people think of sunscreen and wearing sunscreen because of the physical aging side of things or skin cancer Mm. but tell us why should we wear sunscreen so (laughs) the sun like you know it makes uv radiation and that can get into layers of your skin and it kind of like displaces the um like dna it also generates free radicals and we know that um Obviously, free radicals are bad for skin. That's why we use antioxidants as well. Mm-hmm. But 50% of the um, issues from UV is the rays actually getting into molecules in your skin and kind of mm-hmm. interrupting them, changing their structure. And then the other half is like generating free radicals, which stay around and also bump into molecules in your skin and break things up. I Interesting. Guess. 
Me either. No, it makes perfect sense. I just assumed that the sun was UV radiation that was just burning your skin. I just imagine yeah, yeah. like little skin layers on fire. Yeah, me too. And like it's just like you can't handle it. <laughs> so like they fly up and it's like, fur, they're gone. Yeah, I never thought about the fact that of course it's sort of it's mutating your DNA. They can actually like, take skin samples and see how it's changed and see which type of UV made the changes. So whether it was like Whoa. UVA or UVB. Um, based on the patterns of, like, mutation. Does UVA versus UVB, is that the 50-50 split of whether it's disrupting your DNA or whether it's, or it's just not related, it's kind of... Because they always say UVA is for ageing and UVB is for burning. Is that true or false? I'm getting um, into the myths and myths yeah. and stuff already. Well, Lab Muffin, um, I don't know if you follow her, Michelle, she's fantastic. Um, she just debunked that one, actually, so... Kind of. She made a big blog post and I was living for it. SPF measures burning or yeah. like the medical term is erythema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some UVA can also cause that skin redness Okay. and burning. So I guess some UVA can burn yeah. and also yeah. like being burnt will also age you. So yes. it's like kind of a myth, but it's still a nice guide. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's move on to the next because otherwise I feel like we're going to cover everything off in the first bit and then we're not going to get to the rest. Are you able to break down for us the different categories of SPF in terms of like the textures? Also, super sorry if there's some sound issues this week. We have a nine-week-old puppy in the room and we're (laughs) in a different... We're not in a cupboard anymore, so... The sound might oh, be a little iffy. Let's not eat the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> she and just woke up from her nap and she's really chewy at the moment. All right. Can we break down the different categories of SPF and the different textures? Serum versus mist versus cream versus, versus oil versus oil gel. Yeah. Mousse. It's in, and are any better than any others? Um, I'm interested to know. Uh, well, at the end of the day, they're all tested the same way, which is, I think it's two milligrams per centimeter squared right yeah. of skin yeah and then they expose it to light and see how long the skin takes to burn mm-hmm. fine so ultraviolet always say do like two and a half to three droppers of their <gasps> serum sunscreen right? i haven't been for your face enough. yeah oh my god i haven't been applying Full enough. i've been applying like yeah or drops one, one. yeah two and a half to three okay yeah people just double whatever sunscreen you're literally using. Mm. basically my sister used like two drops when she borrowed mine and she was like oh it doesn't spread very far and i was like girl (laughs) not enough so i guess um it works out to it's like a quarter to a half teaspoon for your face yeah yeah and a whole teaspoon is meant to be for neck ears whole head so imagine you're bald yeah that's a whole teaspoon um per like cancer council yeah recommendations so my issue with a mist Mm -hmm. or a powder Mm -hmm. is um Foundation powder, for example. Oh, a few brands make them, and dermatologists recommend them, and I don't like it. Oh. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Um, So that mist is quite fine. Yeah. Mm. So how am I going to get half a teaspoon of that? You have to spray a lot, hey? Yeah. Yeah, Like five sprays in the same area. Which, this is actually something that happened a few years ago. There was a couple of brands um, that there was a bit of some uproar about because they brought on SPF mist, and then people weren't applying it properly Mm. because you had to use almost half a bottle to get the actual SPF coverage that you needed. Whoa, half a bottle? Yeah. Yeah, which means people were getting burnt. So, yeah, it's difficult. I personally would never use a mist on my body. Mm. I sometimes do top up with a mist if I'm wearing makeup during the day, though. Yeah, it's better than nothing, I guess. Just yeah. Yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. just use a lot. Pump it. <laughs> Way too much. Um, it's and then still enough. probably yeah. put on some more. <laughs> yeah. Next thing is, 
why should we buy an SPF that is specific to your face rather than using a body SPF on your face? Um, I guess it's about the one you're comfortable using every day. So I've got a body one. Um, the brand is We Are Feel Good Ink. And it's oh, like yeah. this quite nice peachy bottle as well. And that one, um, the recommendation was from Lisa from Core Time on Melanoma. And she was like, this one's quite nice on the face as well. And oh. I was like, no way. And it is. Do face SPFs typically have better ingredients in them than a body SPF? Mm. Are they like a better formula or whatever? I think they just formulate them to be better, like feel nicer on your face. Mm -hmm. I think that's really the, the only okay. yeah. difference. A little bit less tackiness. Yeah, and the body ones will maybe, I guess they want them to be cheaper because you want more. You, yeah. know, you expect more in a package for your price point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, but yeah, body one can go on your face. Why not? True. Yeah. Why don't they make body sunscreens just as nice as they do face sunscreens, but it would cost like $70 for a bottle of sunscreen that you'd go through in a week, yeah. I guess. So yeah. that makes perfect sense. True. I guess it depends on the ingredients as well. Sometimes you can get more like hyaluronic acid and things like that in a face one to give you a little bit more hydration. Mm. Mm. Yes. And they probably have more similar properties to primers given that they know that you're going to be wearing it hopefully under yeah, your makeup. Yeah, yeah. And some of them tend and to have over. like a lot more illumination yes. and things like that so that you can double yeah. up. True. Like the, I didn't realise how much the ultraviolet, the SPF 15 has dropper, a lot of glow. So glowy. I thought because I bought the other one which is more hydrating that that would have more glow. False. Potentially more hydration but mm. that one has mm. more glow. Yeah. Mine was sitting on its side this morning. And it's all the gone now. To one side. Yeah. yeah. Ah. So I have that too. Shake it. Really so it's shake got it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Does you yours have chunkies in it? Um, not this one. This is a new patch. Yeah, because it's got the new lid on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've got one with a new lid and one with an old lid. I think it was just the patch. Yeah. But, um, okay. Seems all good now. Interesting. Good. good to know. On that note, what step in our routine should we be including an SPF in our layers in the morning or when we before we put makeup on where does the spf sit and is it different for a physical or a chemical a different type of spf that you're using this might be a bit hard no no you know she's like, I've, she's got like I've got this i'm ready it's the last step of your skincare before your makeup mm. okay and i like to leave it a couple minutes just to set because it needs to form like an even film on your skin so mm. that you're getting even protection you're not getting like little holes that are going to be pigmentation spots later right mm. yeah. that right? is such a good tip yeah i always just go straight into it i'm terrified uh. about pigmentation holes now <laughs> yeah i'm I mean, so sorry yeah i That's why i have freckles <laughs> I have a lot of as well. <laughs> yeah, I let my skincare sit so it can sink in, but I don't let my sunscreen sit. Mm -hmm. I go straight into yeah. primer. Just brush your teeth and then do it all. Like, That's a good idea. Yeah. I do everything. Like I Come Is back it, to it. Yeah, yeah. Get out your makeup, find your brow pencil, whatever, yeah. and then do it. Is it wrong to put your SPF on before you put the rest of your skincare on? Like, yeah. will it erase it kind of thing? Or will it dilute it? Yeah, I don't think I would erase it but it will like push it around a little bit okay yeah so i'd rather not yeah i yeah. risk it yeah um and that thing i think it came from there was a myth that you need to put chemical on first yep yeah because it needs to be absorbed into your skin to work because of how it works i don't <laughs> anyway i have False. procured a youtube video link that i will will put in the notes oh, i've can. just decided that we're doing <laughs> yeah, that. Um, <laughs> and it's like this girl and she tries different types of sunscreens with a uv camera so you can see her oh, face going like the black i out. love that i yes. love that too that advertising campaign where they put um sunscreen on people and then show the difference with like sunscreen yeah. without shook me to my core mm. I, yeah, yeah. 
That's a good one. Anyway. Yeah, that is a chemical UV filter in that sunscreen because I figured out, I went in and I was like, what sunscreen is she using here and here and here? Yeah, it is a chemical one. So it reflects the sun or absorb both in the bottle. Yeah. So once it's on your face, it's doing it straight away. It's just you kind of want it to settle into its like film on your skin. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Um, Not first. Please don't put it first. First. Okay. Last. Last. Last moisturizer. Yeah. Last step. Yeah. Or instead of if you're super lazy and True. not that dry. I'm that lazy at the moment. Yeah. 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 What are the different levels of SPF and what exactly do the ratings mean? Because I know this is different, but let's talk about in Australia specifically. Yeah. So what's the difference between, you know, a 15, a 30, a 50 or a plus or a, what else they call broad spectrum? Yeah. All of that jazz. Talk to us about the labels. And tell Milo because she's very keen. <laughs> <laughs> So we need to wear 30 plus or above every day. Uh huh. The SPF, it specifically measures the burning, Mm -hmm. which, like we discussed, could be UVA or UVB. Yep. So if I would burn in the sun normally in 15 minutes on today, then um, SPF 50 plus means at least 50 times that 15 minutes before I would burn. Yes. So if, is the 15, wait, hang on, does 15 no. mean, SPF 15 mean 15, 15 minutes? Ta- no, 15 oh. times. So it's so, 15 times what you would normally burn at. Okay. So yeah. if I normally burn in 40 minutes and I'm wearing a 15 Whoa. plus, then I'd be 15 times 40. Times 40. I have Then I burn. I need to go further with than this. So people who have darker skin who don't burn as quickly, if I wear an SPF 15 and it's 15 times longer than when I would regularly burn does that mean that's even longer for someone who has more melanin in their skin then and they have less propensity to burn yeah you'll burn faster even if you're wearing the same SPF yeah cool did you not know that no yeah and same as like uh in winter I would never burn even if I didn't wear sunscreen yeah but today I would so that time scale can change yes yeah but also if it's more than two hours you need to reapply otherwise you'll burn sooner mm-hmm. the reapplying after two hours does not mean there's a clock starts again mm-hmm. it means the clock won't run out as quicker oh okay yeah because yeah. I'll have people message me and be like oh I wore SPF and I burned and I was like well you were in the sun all day yeah and they're like yeah but I reapplied. And I'm like, yeah, but you oh. can only be in the sun so long. Yeah. I get it. So if you reapply, it doesn't give you another two hours. No. Yeah. Oh, see, that's me. That's yeah. me. Wait, what do you mean it doesn't give you another Well, like, two it hours? doesn't fully, like, if you reapply, it doesn't potentially, probably give you the protection that you thought you were getting, like, the first time you applied it. Like, you might not get a full two hours without burning again. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, yeah. Like, if I put on sunscreen and now I have three hours. Yeah. And I don't reapply after two. Yeah. And I'm in the sun the whole time. Yeah. I might well start burning sooner because I've rubbed my face or I've sweated it off a bit. Yeah. Whereas if I reapply, I don't get to start again. and I don't get another three hours. Yeah. I'll still burn in an hour. Yeah. 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 This is really interesting. So y'all need to just get out of the sun. Like, just get (laughs) out out of the sun. Yeah. Beach tent. (laughs) Yeah. I'm shook. So if I'm in the sun all day long, 
Can I physically ever protect myself using only SPF all of that time? No. No. Probably not if you're quite fair, no. Even, you know, when I was in Bali last time, I didn't burn or anything, but I got, like, little freckles on my yeah. forehead. Yeah. Where the sun is penetrated. And yeah. also where you've been sweating a little bit more. Yeah. Probably. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's very interesting to know. So we covered off what the numbers mean then. Yes. So 50 is 50 times longer to burn than a... Mm than normal and 15 is 15 times longer to burn than normal right yeah what does broad spectrum mean yes. so that's meant to be a measure of the uva protection and um if it's 30 or above it needs to be at least like broad spectrum means that the uva protection is measured to be at least half of the burning protection so uh-huh. that's why you want to wear a 50 or a 30 or above i guess yeah. because then you know that it's going to give you enough UVA protection mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. That's Does that true. make sense? Yeah. Do we yeah. need to reiterate? I think it makes sense. Yeah. I'd like to have, you know, more of a measure of that yes. protection as well because that's where, like, a lot of the long-term, like, pigmentation and stuff is coming from. Mm-hmm. And UVA... Oh, oh wow. My God. You hate pigmentation, don't you? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, UVA comes through windows, right? So you're sitting at your desk, windows over there. Yeah. Does UVA pigmentation B come through windows? Not really, no. Right. Ah. Even like so, UVA can come through even if a window is tinted, or unless it's like special tinting. Yeah. And you know about the special tint. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I was looking at like spec sheets of glass <laughs> and being like, oh no, oh, reapply. <laughs> I guess that makes sense because people who, um, obviously, they always say that your right hand side, if you're mm-hmm. if you drive in a car in Australia, gets burnt or doesn't get burnt, but you typically have more pigmentation on this side of your body. I do. Um, and Droopy that, your eyelids. Yeah. 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 This feet. is my ugly side. Yeah. Same. <laughs> oh my god, me too. Actually, yeah. It yeah. makes so much sense yeah. that that's the case because if you're, even though you're not burning through your car window, obviously the sun is still affecting you. So yeah, the collagen is still breaking down. Yeah. Yes, those matrix metalloproteinases. Oh, there you go. God. Could they're, they not? They're <laughs> enzymes that break up your skin's like structural proteins and they get activated in UV. Uh, so like right. collagen and elastin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so God, that's, that's really so sad. So we should really actually just never go in the sun. Oh, uh, I mean... Vitamin D though. Yeah. But you only need well, like 15 actually, minutes of vitamin no. D on like at the back of your hands to get a full day's worth. Do you not? Well, there's not really much correlation with people using sunscreen and not getting enough vitamin D. It's more so like living in city, having a um, sedentary lifestyle yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, right. Okay. I guess because SPF isn't blocking you 100% of the rays anyway, no, right? No. So you're still getting little doses, which also, is probably you enough absorb, to get it. Don't you mm. absorb a lot of vitamin D through your eyes? I don't know. Did I make that up? I swear I heard that somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we should fact check that one. Okay. All right. Fair. I'm going to go rogue. I have a question. It's in the skin. Go. What's your question? So. Oh, Milo. (laughs) Really sorry. Milo is very passionate about this question as well. So I know a lot of people, and I actually do this as well myself, so I will apply SPF to my face, but I regularly don't do the rest of my body. Me too. Yeah. So. Me too. How horrendous is that? <laughs> or is that like it's a, not good. an everyday though, if you're just going to work and you're going to the office, is that okay? How bad is it? Do um, we need to be doing minimum like our exposed skin on our arms and our hands or? Hands is hard. 
Sorry to yeah. cut you off, but hands, yeah. obviously you get driver's hands and they age so fast. Yeah. But yeah. you wash your hands so often. I'm not re- reapplying yeah. after every time I wash my hands. That's, That's a good point. Everyone has a bad sunscreen that they don't like for their face, yeah. Yeah. So put it in your car. That's your hand sunscreen. True. Does it break okay, down in the car? Like, is it bad kinda. to keep it in the car? Not for five years, yeah. But like, <laughs> but like three to six months. Yeah, fine. Okay, cool. Just put it in the car box. So I mean, but what it's are we better than about? nothing. We, yeah, and we take sunscreen to the beach in a beach bag and let us do it in the sun all day. So like, it can't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, so it's it's a little bit true. of a shake. Better yeah. than nothing. Yeah, You're still trying. Trying. I'm going to throw to you for this question, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about sunscreen legislation in Australia and why we suck so much. We don't suck. We're just really strict, it's right? It's really tricky. It is really tricky. I think Hannah might be really good at this one as well. So sun care, well, all sunscreens have to go through really rigorous testing here, which yep. is also why you find a lot of our sunscreens are Australian made because to get mm. a brand to go through the cost of those testings can be hundreds of thousands of dollars. And most of the time they don't do it, mm-hmm. um, which is why you'll find a lot of our brands are Australian made or Australian owned or they produce locally. Yeah. So the reason that we're so stringent is because our sun is so strong. So in terms of whether it is a secondary or primary sunscreen, there is different rules relating to both of them. Can you primary being like, yeah, it's an SPF. Yes. This is okay. a sunscreen, yes. right? And so secondary yes. being like, this is this and has sun protection. Yes, absolutely. So Hannah, I'm sure you're on board with this as well, but everyone should be using a primary sunscreen and not a secondary as their point of For example, protection. CC cream SPF 50 plus. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Mm. Please see the article that Hannah did where oh. she applies like a tablespoon of It Cosmetics CC cream to her face and looks like she's made of claymation. I yeah. did makeup <laughs> when I was 15. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but nearly. Um, yeah, no. It's really hard though for a consumer to pick up on that subtle mm. wording, right? Like lip balm with SPF yeah. versus lip sunscreen. Yeah. Or moisturizer with SPF. Yeah. Versus moisturizing SPF. Yeah, right. So, like, who's gonna know that? Yeah, yeah. Not your average consumer, that's not your average consumer. No. It's why it makes it so difficult to navigate, which is why I think it's so important that we have this conversation. And you know what? I was exactly that person who thought. I wear Mac Studio Fix every day and it mm. has an SPF in Me it, too. so therefore I'm wearing enough sunscreen. Yeah, Because no. I was like, I've never been burnt, so it must be enough. I also think even people aren't relying on their SPF in their makeup for protection. I think that people are dumb enough to think, I wear makeup that is a physical barrier yeah. <laughs> and then I don't get burnt. I know so many people that think that they don't get burnt yeah. if they have fake tan or makeup on because like, yeah. like yeah. it can't penetrate through yeah. a layer on your skin. Yeah. I've had conversations with friends who were like, but if I rub dirt on my skin, that's a physical barrier. That'll stop me from getting burnt. And you're like, no, mate, that's not. These rays are getting into your DNA. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's break In it down. In the cells. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get, get through, through the, the dirt. dirt. <laughs> And we touched on the fact that obviously getting it tested in Australia is very expensive, but what happens for a product that has an SPF overseas if they want to sell it in Australia? Yeah, so it depends on the product, but usually it is labelled as it isn't. So you'll find a lot of tinted moisturisers will just say that they're a tinted moisturiser, but in the US, for example, the NARS tinted moisturiser, in the US I think it's SPF 35, um, but in Australia it is sold as a tinted moisturiser only. Yeah. And is that because the SPF laws... Like, are the SPF laws in the US shitter, or do we just 
have more stringent testing in Australia and therefore we can't apply it like the same yeah. rule. Like, is it different it's testing? Different both. Different rules? Oh, yeah. yeah I heard once, both. tell me if this is true or false because it was on a YouTube channel and I think they were probably misinformed. But <laughs> I heard that in either the EU or the UK or the US, that when they test sunscreen, they like apply it and then test it. Whereas in Australia, they like rub it in and then wait and then test it. So ours is stronger because their testing there is not properly rubbed in. Is that absolute to be honest, slander? I don't know. I've tried to get their actual like testing protocol. Because yeah. what I do day to day is like adherence to protocol. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you have to pay, you have to buy it. Oh, I was like, oh, there. that's not a fun thing to find. <laughs> Can't you buy it and on like work and just claim it on tax? <laughs> but All yeah, right. something Someday. along the lines of the fact that it is, I don't know, we're harsher. We're we are harsher. Every, every region has their different laws and their different testing. So you'll find there's a lot of ingredients you can have in the US that you can't have in Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's ingredients you can have in Australia that you can't have in the UK in different percentages and things like that. Yeah. So everything is completely different. But in terms of SPF, we are a lot more stringent because our sun is a lot stronger. Yeah. And... Um, Proximity to proximity. Antarctic ozone hole. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So, and would you buy a product? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, from the US that was labelled SPF fifty and trust it or no? Well, there was a scandal that there was this testing lab in the US, right? And Here's the tea. They'd be like, "What SPF do you want to say on it?" What? And then they'd be like, "Okay, oh. we tested it. Is that? Yeah, it was in the news like not so long ago." Because oh the God. American That's health system is corrupt. So bad. It is. It's completely corrupt. Yeah. So people would basically just being like, oh, could you say it's an SBF 50? And they would be like, yeah, sure, if that's what you want to say. Oh, my God. Maybe that's why everyone got burnt with their goop sunscreen. Probably. Mm. Probably because that was made of placentas or something. <laughs> <laughs> Increases burn. For toxic essential oils. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, our Laquo for the week, which is our listener question of the week for anyone who's new around here, is what is your favourite sunscreen for face and for body? And are they the same? Are they mutually exclusive? Mm. I wrote a list in my email draft. Oh, yes. um, But it's basically Ultraviolet Supreme. Is that the moisture moisturizer one or the um, oh, yeah, serum right. one? Um, the one the, in the pump? The one in the pump and the serum one. Oh. Yeah. Also both my favourite. I really like this one. It's called Purito Unscented Centella Sunscreen. It's a Korean brand. Yep. We'll link it in the show notes. Yep. <laughs> I discovered it from um, Rio Vieira Newton, who you should follow on Instagram because she's a babe. Um, she writes for The Strategist at New York Magazine and mm-hmm. she's like, this is my favourite. So I was like, well... I'll buy ten. Getting that then. Yeah. Um, So that's three for face. Um, I really (laughs) like that feel good ink one that works for face and body. Is that Um, an Australian brand? Yeah. uh, They're based in WA. Cool. And yeah, the sensitive formula. So it's good for like babies as well. How much does that cost for a body sunscreen? Because I'm going to be straight up here and say that I've never bought a bougie body sunscreen in my life. I just Haven't buy you? I just buy Latan or like whatever is on sale at the supermarket because I figure they're all Australian and if they say they're SPF 50, they're fine. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. I don't think for body sunscreen it matters that much. Although I don't want it balling up because I like yeah. to put on a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, it is $28. Oh, that's good. For... That's okay. That seems reasonable. Yeah. How say... much is a bottle of Latan? Like 12 Oh, it depends if you can get it on sale, I reckon. I'd say it's probably closer to 20 but... Oh, there you go. I think I often, buy, I often buy the smaller ones. Um, yeah. 
I don't know if you use the Latam one. I think my thing about body sunscreens is that I don't like it to feel tacky. Yeah. And I don't like it to be shiny. I don't yeah. mind if it's luminous. I don't mind it being but shiny. But there's a difference between it being like shiny as in tacky as it hasn't set. I don't and like, like them luminous. to make me look white. That's my like yeah. zinky ones that are really yeah. thick. Well, that's yeah. usually sensitive skin ones because they don't ones. like. Yeah. yeah. I have a question mm. because I have a bad past where I used to love to tan. I actually love the texture of a sunscreen oil. If I'm using a sunscreen oil that's 30 plus, does the oil make me like beam sun? Yeah. Does it make me, mm. do I attract I the sun? Or is it fine because I like the way it feels on my skin well, and it makes me all shiny and, yeah, and glowy. If the oil, if it has an SPF 30, am I still cooking myself or am I not? Because I see it as like you're essentially putting baby oil on with sunscreen in it. Like that's how I feel like it is. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems counterintuitive, but it I does. don't know if that's true. Yeah, I think a lot of the UV filters are quite oily molecules anyway. So, you know, oh. if it's concentrated, it would feel like that. Yeah. Um, so, and also like silicones can feel oily, like mm-hmm. my hair serum. Yeah, yeah. Like an oil, but it's mostly silicone. Yeah. yeah. So if it's past your testing, SPF 30 plus. Yep. Then it's SPF 30 plus. There we go. That's great. You girls know. gave me shade when I said that I liked a sunscreen oil that had 30 plus because you thought I was cooking myself. And I, I thought I said, you were. Maybe I am. I may. Um, thing is that often people do use them and think, oh, I'm tanning, but it's with sunscreen, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really my issue with an SPF oil. Yeah. yeah. Not so much the texture because everyone a different texture yeah. yeah yeah you did raise a valid point though when i said that was and you said i feel like with an oil the thing is it rubs off and yeah. like you might have left half of it on your towel mm-hmm. and not then you're not protected which i do think was a valid point because yeah. it is sticky mm. so yeah maybe yeah absolutely i think the thing about oils as well is that people really do use it as I'm wearing SPF, but I'm also tanning at the same time. Yeah. And that's just, it's a dangerous. It's oh, I used to love my SPF 8. <gasps> yeah, and they're TGA listed. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. really frustrating. I remember being like, so weird that I can't find my Reef 8 anymore. Ugh, I guess I'll buy a 15. I know. I remember being on in Europe Centel. and finding like an, literally an SPF 1. <laughs> and I remember, because I was... It's probably just... Moisturizer. I was on the like, boat in Croatia with Adrian, and Adrian was like, I am the bronzest person in this place and in the universe at this point in time, so give it to me and I will use it to tan. And he he did tan with it, but he, you know, I don't know. I just, he obviously for caused a, skin a lot check. of... Yeah, yeah, he's had one, yeah. He's, he's okay. <laughs> so far. Um, okay, cool. I have a question for you specifically, Hannah, because mm-hmm. I feel like I may have brought it up on the side yes. with you two yep. which is why are SPFs not required to put the full ingredient list on the product every time I look at an SPF ultraviolet included mecca included mm-hmm. they're the two that I have at home it says active ingredients and it's got like benzo whatever whatever mm. it is and then the other one and it tells you what percent it is but you can never find the full ingredient list so annoying it irks me yeah. and I want to know why because I actually want to know what's in my ultraviolet SPF sunscreen but they don't list it anywhere what if there's they almond oil website. Ah. is it ultraviolet do okay. they don't have to but they do Mecca yeah. don't I don't think I think they only have the active ingredients so yes. they should actually 
Because I thought legally in Australia you had to list what was in your skincare But products. it doesn't really doesn't seem to apply to sunscreens. No. Because every, yeah, every, every sunscreen, sunscreen I've at. You absolutely don't have to list all of the ingredients but in your why? products. why? I don't know why, but um, just from working with brands, I know that there are some that when working in multiple retailers will request their full ingredient list mm-hmm. so that we can put it on the website. And there are some brands that go... We do not give our ingredient list to anyone. We will not give it to you. That's crazy. And like we've exited brands based on that. Being wow. like, you can't give us your ingredient list, which means we can't what put you through compliance. Yeah. So we yeah. can't have you. True. That's fair. Yeah. Do um, you know why? Uh, it's because it's regulated as a drug. They just don't have to. Like, oh, oh so it doesn't fall under like the cosmetic regulations. No. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a different um, regulatory body. So cosmetics are like NICNAS and drugs are TGA. Okay. Oh, so that um it's just like panadol doesn't yeah, say mm-hmm. all the like excipients um the the things that make the powder oh yeah. my god i always just assumed that panadol was 500 grams of paracetamol <laughs> my world there's no binding ingredients yeah I what just, makes the capsule i just assumed they firm pressed it or whatever like wow i never actually thought about that oh dear that um i do have a serum that I threw out the box of, and now I can't find the ingredients online. If a sunscreen has the full ingredient listing on it, does that mean that it maybe isn't, you know, regulated by the TGA and then therefore it is a a cosmetic product? No, surely they're just listing the ingredient because they've probably done it on their other products if they're selling cosmetics. Yeah, I guess. I feel like it just means a brand Transparency. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm into because I'm allergic to everything. I was going to say, yeah. It's also what people are asking for is transparency and clients are just so um they're so ingredient savvy these days and they do their research so not having your ingredients available is probably doing a disservice yeah yeah the thing i noticed is like fragrance right on an ingredient list so Mm. that's not really it could be whatever and one of the i think it was in the mecca like face tanning drops yeah did actually say all the fragrant ingredients on it instead of saying fragrance wow then i looked at it in the store and it said fragrance instead and i was like oh interesting so on the website it had the breakdown of the fragrance ingredients yeah it had like all the fragrant molecules on it so i was like oh so cool that's fun yeah, and then the it wasn't on the box. It's more of a condensed version, I guess. Yeah, I wonder maybe. if it was. Um, it's probably like a like fitting onto the packaging yeah. type yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's start breaking down some SPF myths. This is based on questions that we had, but also our polls that we ran on our Instagram stories. Yeah. If you're not following us, we're at allbasescovered.pod. The like, first one is if you're not following us, like. Apparently, 60% of our listeners are not. I am. So, <laughs> there we go. So, therefore, you often be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 63% of our listeners say that they prefer a physical SPF over a chemical SPF. Why? Yeah. I reckon they're confused. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested to know what the difference is. And also, one of the myths was is a chemical sunscreen bad for you? Oh, mm. no sunscreen's bad for you if it's, it's pre- protecting you from yeah. lighting cancer. Maybe if you. Maybe if you inject it, it is bad for you. Uh, Yeah, I feel like a lot of people think they prefer physical because of the mechanism of action, right? That's high pitched. (laughs) So, so sorry. (laughs) So, it is generally thought that physical uh, UV filters work by reflecting UV rays, whereas chemical ones. In inverted commas, um, organic 
mm-hmm. UV filters, um, they work by absorbing and transforming their energy. Okay, but that's actually, what I thought. That's yeah, what I thought too. Yeah, a lot of doctors also say that. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. <laughs> so that's another story. But... That's fine. Oh, it's just, you know, the more we learn. Like two years ago, I was mixing my rational sunscreen into my highlighter and applying mm. that onto my yeah. face. Like, yeah, right. Oh, this is pretty. <laughs> um, so, you know, you live and learn. It's fine. But the physical filters actually mostly work the same way. Okay. Um, it's only like 5% of the UV energy that they reflect. Okay. Really? So, yeah, and the rest is absorbed and transformed just like an organic filter. Can I interrupt and ask yeah. them, is the myth that physical sunscreens are better for people with melasma then because that's heat activated and when the SPF absorbs the heat from doing its thing, that can produce pigmentation. So I've mm. heard most people with melasma or pigmentation are recommended a physical SPF because yeah. it reflects and doesn't cause that heat reaction in the skin. Is that maybe bogus as well oh, that's hard because that's a medical thing mm, um, true so i wouldn't want to speculate but it could be like that's something that i would like to know more about too because mm-hmm. i wonder like where this recommendation has come from and whether yeah. it's actually been clinically studied yeah mm-hmm. i feel like, like anecdotally people are like yes i feel like it's a thing but i don't do anecdotal so. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm you love anecdotal. I'm all for peer-reviewed product and opinion. Because, like, my friend vaccinated her baby and it turned autistic, so it's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I never no, said that. I'm kidding. Oh, really <laughs> I made I'm a joke kidding. like that at work. I was like, oh, I don't believe in vaccines. And everyone looked at me like, what is wrong with you? I was joking. Carry her out of here. <laughs> Yeah, no. Whatever you believe in, you can be whatever you believe in. The thing about science is, it's true whether you believe in it or not. That's actually (laughs) such a good quote. Unless it's funded by an organisation who wants to... The EWG. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I I mean... I hate them. That's another story. Yeah. Yeah, science is true. Um, (laughs) um, My next question is, do you need to wear an SPF if you wear a retinol and why? Uh, Yes and no. Like, um... I thought that was a firm yes. Yeah. It's a yes. I mean, because you need to wear one every day all the time anyway. Yeah. Your skin is more sensitive and there's more like inflammatory signaling going on in there. And that can be exacerbated by UV. Yeah. So yes. Does retinol cause your skin to become inflammatory, which is what causes the increased skin skin cell turnover? No, it's just kind of a side effect. That's just what retinol does. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was worried that it was actively causing inflammation but if it's just a mild side effect then maybe i'm okay with it yeah yeah it's more so like um the dose so like your skin's pathways to sort of deal with that molecule get overloaded and so it's a little bit like stressed by that okay yeah so it's okay it's not working by inflaming your skin just like if you use a strong one then it It will yeah i like your skin will upregulate receptors so it can take more over yeah. time, which is why you can work your way up to things. Okay. Interesting. Mm. So cool. That, that is, is cool. I would also like how you get used to drugs, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would also say Exactly how. Yes, you do need to be wearing a SPF if you're wearing a retinol, because if you're using a retinol, it's probably because you've A got acne or B got pigmentation or C got concerns of fine lines and wrinkles. Yeah, so do and it anyway. You're gonna need SPF to prevent scarring from your acne or fine lines and wrinkles or pigmentation Mm -hmm. so there's no point paying for your retinol if you're not using an SPF already that's That's a really good point 
that's a big reason to wear SPF every day, I feel, is that like, okay, so you're spending your hundreds of dollars on yeah. all of your other skincare products and then you're just undoing it by not protecting your skin every day. Like, yeah. What, what interest, is the point? Out of interest as well, if you've got, if you're wearing a retinol and you're not wearing an SPF, I feel like we maybe have just answered this question already, but if your skin is technically more inflamed, does that make you more sensitive and therefore more prone to damage? Yeah, more prone to damage. Yeah. Yeah. Same as with an AHA, I guess. Yeah, okay. But also same as if you scrubbed your face with like a really hectic yeah. face washer. Yeah. 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 Same as if you scrub. Yes, yeah. and your face. Apricot scrub. What? Um, <laughs> the thing that made me trust our, um, I say our because me and Alex both saw her, but our injectable lady, mm. um, cosmetic nurse Amy at Eltham Cosmetic Clinic. That's the one. The first time I saw her and wanted Botox as like kind of quote unquote preventative, she was like, go away. Go away, wear some sunscreen. <laughs> then I know you're serious about what you're doing to your face. Oh, I like her. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to be more anti-aging than Botox. And someone I was like, asked oh. us on the pod, like, what's something to look for in a good cosmetic nurse? And we went, someone who will say, turn say no to what you, yeah. maybe what you want sometimes. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. Because they're like actually thinking about it and not just trying to take your money. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's enough about Botox. <laughs> um, well, the next question was, was can an SPF oil actually work? And you've already oh. debunked that one. Mm-hmm. So that is a yes. But don't tan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just of in course. general. Just don't. Don't do it. No. Um, 64% of our audience on Instagram say that an SPF has broken them out. Can you talk to us a little bit about this? Well, my first question would be, how are you cleansing? Yeah. Oh, really? Are you cleansing? Yeah. Yeah. Are you removing your sunscreen at the end of the day? Yes, because I see so many people. Oh, it makes me so angry. So being on the shop floor, I'll ask people if they're double cleansing and they say, no, oh, but I don't wear makeup. And then I say, but do you wear sunscreen? And they're like, either yes. And I'm like, okay, well, then you need to double cleanse. Or they say no. And I say, well, you need to wear sunscreen. So here's the sunscreen and here's the first cleanser and here's the second cleanser. Yeah. But... (laughs) Think of She's think good. of sunscreen. <laughs> she is good, isn't she? Is good. It's almost like it's my job. Yeah, Lisa's like, I will force you to wear this, and then you'll also need this. And then you'll this to And then it. you'll feel like victimized because of the fact that she's really blunt. So you'll do what she says. Lisa <laughs> <laughs> judged me so much today, so I bought all of it. <laughs> no, but I like, wish yeah. I'd had that. Right? Like, yeah. so many of them are like, oh, you only need a pea size of the sunscreen. Yeah. No. 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 Tablespoon. <laughs> so I think Pink. when you're wearing when you're wearing sunscreen, think of it just like you would. Be wearing a full face of makeup just because you can't see it. Like, don't yeah. accidentally fall asleep in a full face of sunscreen just no. like you wouldn't fall asleep with a full face of makeup on. Yeah, that's a good and point. don't think 
baby wipes or face wipes are going to remove all of your SPF just like they don't remove all of your makeup. It's probably an interesting point as well about how you said before that SPF molecules are more oil based or they're like they, they are can suspended be. in oil. Well, it's more so that it's designed to form a film and stay there, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it has mm. to be four hours water resistant, whatever. So True. therefore, does it mean that an oil cleanser would be better at removing an SPF than a gel cleanser? Or am I just going too far and we need to cut this out of the pod? No, no, no I, think, I prefer yeah. an oil cleanser. If it's supposed to form a film, yeah. you're going to need something good to get it off. Yeah. Sunscreen probably forms more of a film than most of your long-ish wearing makeup because that's its job to be four-hour waterproof. No yeah. tinted moisturizer is like that. Think of it like removing a cellular double wear. Okay. It's got a film former in it. It's going to be hard to remove, mm. so you need to remove it properly. Yeah. And I would say that if you're removing sunscreen, you should be using face halo, face washer, muslin cloth, something. Don't splash that shit I off. Use a cloth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, use a cloth. Have something physical so that you can sort of see it and feel it coming off. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. So first, how are you cleansing? But why else might people be breaking out? I would say, oh. are you breaking out in like a kind of hivey reactiony way yeah like i quote unquote allergic? break allergic. out to some mineral sunscreens yeah. obviously because i have some issue with yeah. some mineral that's in it yeah because i've tried three different ones and i've had like an orange peel texture oh yeah so unsightly it was like almost milia ish it wasn't blemishes yeah. but that's how i knew that i kind of broke out but i would call I that maybe like a reaction a yeah. reaction in it but anyway but to three different ones yeah, yeah, that's that's true. True. yeah. yeah. make a spreadsheet yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I should, but I can't. I can't excel. Spatial awareness. I'll help you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, are you breaking out like you're getting pimples, or are you breaking out like you're getting texture, rash? Yeah. What kind of breakout? I would ask. Mm. But do people break out from these things? Not really. No. I mean, surely some of us are sensitive to certain ingredients that yeah. will clog us up, mm. or combinations. Fine. Um, so it's about finding one that works for you. Mm. Yeah. But, First thing I would do is look at how you're cleansing. It's made the biggest difference for me with my acne. Yeah. Just oil cleanse, use a washcloth to remove microfiber. Yeah. yeah. And then regular cleanse, like milk or gel, and you're done. You won't break out anymore. It needs to be gentle but effective. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. Adrian, when we were in Thailand, well, first of all, I typically have very reactive skin. And I get me too. Text. Are we the same person? I think we're the same, same person. person. You've got a very similar flesh. Um, <laughs> flesh. I was going to say skin, it's but so I felt strange. like flesh was more accurate. <laughs> but anyway, so I typically can put something on my face and I go bright red or I'll get texture from it or I'll get a hive throughout the day mm. and like things Heat. can just be bad. Yeah. yeah. So my facial sunscreen, the ultraviolet one that I'm using, absolutely no reaction to, which is a dream for me. My husband, when we were in Thailand for the first couple of days, was using our body sunscreen, whatever it was that we bought away with us, away with, on his face. And he was like, I'm breaking out. I just cannot keep wearing sunscreen on my face. And I was like, use the ultraviolet. He stopped breaking out. So maybe it's something to do with the molecule size. I think the issue is that it's too occlusive for his skin. Yeah. If he was like a thick Thick barrier, I think so If he was putting like a body butter on his face, he would also be like, oh God, my skin looks terrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not really meant for your face and it's not right for your skin type. I totally agree. And I think that's exactly what it is. I think as well, it's important to keep in mind people that are like, oh, I break out from sunscreen. I'll grant you if you, if you say that you react to sunscreen, if you react on your body as well as your face, if you're just reacting on your face, 
maybe it's a facial thing in the way that you're cleansing or wearing it or it's not the right type for you yeah if you're one of those people that like since childhood has always been that person that has to have like the sensitive sunscreen and stuff maybe you are a tricky sunscreen person and you have to find the one for you yeah yeah Make but if it's just yeah if it's Make just on your face and you can use stuff on your body mm. you're probably not doing something right yeah you either need to remove it properly or you just need to find the right type for you but yeah. in general sunscreen should not be breaking you out yeah Try a different sunscreen. Yeah. Find the right one. Next myth. When you wear fake tan, can you get sunburnt? Yes, absolutely. It's it's like it doesn't give you any SPF whatsoever. Do you know that 15% of our audience say it. that they thought that tanning was more important than looking after their skin? Oh, Lucky just, they have us. Yeah. <laughs> this just makes me really sad because it's such a cultural thing, especially yeah. in Australia, that everyone thinks that they need to be really tanned and that they look, well... You kind of do look a little bit healthy when you're a tanned. But That's it why can we be fake. fake. I look five kilos like, lighter when I'm tanned. So yeah. like, looks, I have a six pack when I'm tanned and I don't when I'm white. Yeah. yeah. So sad. We but understand. I never have a six pack. We understand. There are so many good fake tans and they're so easy to do these days. It's just not, it's not worth the risk. How many times do we have to say it's just not worth it? On that note as well, fake tan or regular natural darker skin tone where you don't look burnt, you still can be. So my partner is mixed race and he often says, I feel burnt. And I look at him and I go, you're not burnt. But he knows what his skin feels like. But it doesn't show the red purely because he's got this olivey yellow tone masking the red. But he actually is burnt. My girlfriend Molly is Caribbean and she'd be the same sometimes. She'd be like... Yeah. And it's like you couldn't see it, but she was very warm and radiating yeah. heat. So yes. it's like, yes, you are burnt, girlfriend. That's what a burn feels yes. like. But like, yeah. you know, she Welcome got burnt. To the yeah, she got burnt so rarely that she was like, "Is this a burn?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Maybe this is a good time to talk about um, burning with a deeper skin tone as well, because yeah. I have a lot of friends who are Greek or um, they're from more European backgrounds, and they tan really easily because they've got high melanin in their skin. And because of that, they don't wear sunscreen. Tell us what you said before about yes. um, deeper skin tones and their natural melanin protection. Um, it's equivalent to like an SPF maybe 12, I think. I I think. That's off the top of my head. It could be like... Well, plus or minus a few. It's not 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not that many. Okay. Um, Is that for like quite a deep skin tone? Yeah. Like so for, for a black skin tone, their SPF is... Maybe. Around that. 18. Yeah. Yeah, between 10 and 20. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not many. Yeah. Um, not many. So, <laughs> sure, like day to day, that's great. That type of skin is also very good at making melanin, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they get brown as opposed to getting burnt. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they I mean, also get brown spots, don't they? They've yeah. got pockets of, pi- of melanin. They okay. do. Yeah. So, very prone to pigmentation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, the Morgan Freeman oh, yeah, analogy, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally perfect because that is what I can visualize in Brenton's um, older relatives is those little black dark freckles yeah that aren't really freckles they're sunspots but they're yeah and they're very dark you can see yeah. them and I feel like they would be the bane of your existence yeah, yeah. 100%. I think um, I was listening to a podcast with Dr. Dennis and he was saying... Um, oh, Dr. Dennis. I know. He's, shout out to Dr. Jen. Shout out to Dr. Jen. If you're listening, he's our homeboy. <laughs> Can you imagine? I weirdly showed him my like redness in the neck and chest area. I was like, what's this? When did you this? meet him? Um, when he came here for Mecca. Mm. Oh, did you go to the Turak Road thing? Uh, yeah. Oh, I wanted to go so badly, but I was 
freaking working or busy or something that yeah. night. No, it's just shattered. What did he say was wrong with your chest? Yeah. He said, oh, that's more of a rosaceous skin type. Oh. And I was like, holla. <laughs> yeah. Can All right. Well... Cool. You're like, I love you, Dr. Dennis, but you didn't have to tell me that. Yeah. I didn't want to know that. He's amazing. Well, he was saying um, that even darker skin tones, when they start to get darker, it's their skin calling out because they're desperately trying to protect themselves. Oh. And yeah, so if mm. even if you are a darker skin tone like Brenton, who was going out and he's getting tanned after 20 minutes, that he's, that's his skin fighting as hard as it can to protect it. And oh, also, that's so sad when you think about it that way. Like your poor body it? is just like yeah. trying to it's save you. It's doing absolutely yeah. everything it can. And paler skin types just can't, which is why we just we burn so quickly. <laughs> we wither. Yeah, but he was also saying that because um, freckles are so in fashion at the moment. Like everyone yeah. loves freckles. And I have freckles. I love freckles. And it's one of the things I really like about summer is that my freckles come I'm, back. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I'm not going to lie, when I was in Thailand, I did wear sunscreen religiously, yeah. but I got and back and I was like, oh, I got a couple more yeah. freckles. I, I always get freckles. I, wanted, anyway. I want to touch on this as well. Yes. You finish your Dr. Yeah. Dennis and then remind oh. me of the freckles and I'll come yeah. back to it. So he <laughs> said to me, he was like, there is nothing healthy about freckles. Oh. He was like, if you have freckles, you are have sun damage. Like yeah. that is your what skin trying to protect the itself. the redheads that are just like... Seem to have. They don't have them from birth, though, do they? They get no. them at some point, and it's probably like they they've been. My dad has red hair. Damaged. He's like four skin cancers removed. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's yeah. because their skin is so pale. Um, he was like, "There's literally nothing healthy about it," and he's like, "People loving them and it being in fashion doesn't." But they're faux, yeah. just like tan in fashion, but yeah. make it faux. My question is, and it's not really a question; it's a statement. I think my freckles are heat activated because I can go in the sun with a towel wrapped around my head and ring? sunscreen on <laughs> and I'll and I will go back inside and I'll I'll have freckles my face will be white but I have freckles this is when I used to tan mm-hmm. brown olive body white face freckles I, I wouldn't know. I don't know. What either, is that? I don't know. It's like the. But I, I think that melasma and hormonal pigmentation is also heat activated. Like you can oh. get it in a sauna mm. and like hot exercising and stuff, even when oh, it's that's not necessarily exactly sun. Exactly what it is then. So I feel like my Maybe. freckles are heat activated. I mean, I hope mine are heat activated because I wear SPF fifty religiously, and come to summer, no matter what I do, no matter how much sunscreen I apply, how often, if I'm wearing hats, sunglasses, and staying out of the sun, they will be there, yeah. and they will be back. Well, yeah. there's that like one to two percent of UV that does get lit through by the sunscreen, right? Of course. Yeah, true. Oh, that's, so that's what's bringing that's what's freckles out. The that's why I got little forehead freckles in Bali. I was wearing a zinc one because at the time I was like, "Well, oh, zinc is the best sunscreen." Yeah. Mm. <sighs> it's better than nothing. Yeah, it's good. It's just thick. It and, just, um, yeah. It yeah. doesn't have that high of a like protection compared to some of the organic filters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh yeah, touching on zinc. And I know the answer. I'm just going to ask the question. Why can't you find a zinky mineral sunscreen in higher than a 30 most of the time? It's just very thick. Like. It's because they're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless it's it nano. no one wants it? Yeah, it's because they're not palatable, right? Um, yeah, unless it's nano zinc, um, in which, which is fine, but there was like a health scare maybe like nearly 10 years ago now. Oh, yeah. But nanoparticles. it's absolutely fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, my... Tox professor like did a bit of research on that and he was like stupid Um, (laughs) slander (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so it's nano it'll be good yeah um if not it'll be thick yep yeah cool that's it that's good to know Hmm. so yes you can still get burnt when you fake tan your fake tan is not protecting (laughs) your skin whatsoever whatsoever just because you're 
you're pretending that your skin is darker, it does not mean that your melanin yeah. is darker and protecting you more. I yeah. wish. I wish too. I feel so brown all the time. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. The next thing is, do you only get sun damage from burning? No, um, there's UVA all the time, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah, also giving sun damage. Uh, have any of you had that photo taken of, like, the underlying sun damage? I have, and it was oh the most God. depressing thing yeah. of my whole yeah. entire life. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked and appalled. Yeah. I had it done, and I didn't have any, and I don't what? think that that's true. So I think I'm your machine is broken. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was, <laughs> like, not too long ago as well. Right under here. Right under my eyeballs was so bad. Like, top of the cheekbone where your sun gets, where the sun hits, but your glasses don't cover. Yeah. That section. I put sunscreen like on my eyelids. That's ah, one of our questions, yeah. actually. Can you reapply? Can you apply sunscreen to your eyelids and under eyes? That's a question. Yeah. So I guess you don't want it to be too occlusive. Yeah. You don't want it to be too thick so that you don't get like little bumps. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, that damn under eye skin. So annoying. Um, <laughs> just be like me and wrap your head in a towel. <laughs> not. <laughs> I guess sun, not walking that down doesn't the street. Protect you if you're in the office. Like, so if you're walking past a window. <laughs> Eyelids, interesting because when I read that question, I went, Oh, you idiot. Like, you're not blinking that slowly that you're going to get sun damage on your eyelids. Yes, you are. Really? You always will. It probably burns through your eyelids. I guess your eyelids are open. It gets that bit, right? Yeah. I've got lots of freckles there. And they were like, Yeah, we can't laser those because it's too close to your eye. Only a doctor can do it. Just do it. Yeah. (laughs) I get freckles there as well. Yeah, you do have. Yeah. How annoying. It would totally ruin your eyeshadow blend, hey? It does. it does. Yeah, it really does. Okay, oh. so we should be eyeliding our. I mean, eyeliding our sunscreen. Yeah. It just wow. Sunscreen on my eyelids sounds like an extra disaster for my already crazy eyelids. Yeah. Oh, I oh, can't yeah. even get an eyeshadow to. I know. Just embrace it. Next question about SPF. <laughs> Can you mix your SPF in with another product like a moisturizer or a serum? Please never do that. Please yeah. never <laughs> yeah, please do stop. that. It's just mm. like you're, dis- you're destabilizing it from um, giving you even coverage, which again, you're going to get like little holes. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of the holes. holes so even if you want to mix your, with holes. <laughs> your moisturizer with your, I mean, your sunscreen with your de-bronzy. That was me. And please I don't d- do that. I did it like four days ago and then I had you in my head being like, don't mix it. And then I... Reapplied with just my sunscreen over the top because I felt guilty. <laughs> and I messaged my friend who I know does that. She's like, "All I wear is just my sunscreen mixed with my deep bronzy, and that's my everyday face now." And I was like, "Don't mix it with your moisturizer and then apply sunscreen because this chick I met on the internet so <laughs> had to." <laughs> I uh, I had some heated DM exchanges with that friend. Yeah. Um. So they are the only one. <laughs> No, I think they might be known for having yeah. heated exchanges on Instagram, yeah, actually. they are. Um, so they clinically tested Debronzi with their SPF, uh-huh. and it had the same result as um, their SPF alone, right? Really? And I would say it's possibly because of the antioxidants, right? And like we said, they're a free radical generation from UV, mm-hmm. so the antioxidants may have... Um, Offset that, right? Yeah. However, uh, how much are we using? Is mm. that standardized? How much debronzy? How much sunscreen are we using? Yeah. So, mm. like, where, you know, how standardized is that? Also, when it's not their sunscreen, mm. they can't comment. You can't yeah. reproduce those results. So, and it's a terrible habit to be in, you know, you don't, 
Yeah, so I, I was very disappointed in that kind of behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. angry. Just upset. Just very disappointed. Really disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it doesn't say that um, on, yeah, the Australian retailer, they, they don't suggest to do that, which is nice. Yeah. I think initially they did and they might have, like, the brand might have trained people to say that as well. Uh, yeah. Cheeky. That is yeah. very cheeky. Yeah. Um, um, please don't. No. <laughs> uh, on that, does a BB cream or CC cream that's an SPF 50 plus mm. enough protection for you, even though it's a 50 plus? Would it be enough in the depths of winter if you work an office job? Still no? Uh, it's, well, <laughs> what if you, you go getting... out after work or on your lunch yeah, break? Yeah. But then you should be reapplying. Yep, yep, no. So I have this app on my phone, SunSmart app. Sometimes yes. I post screenshots of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That tells you the UV, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. My sun baking days, I used to check if it was high and I'd go outside. Oh, Lisa. <laughs> that my, is my, not my, what it's for. <laughs> my assistant fire does the exact same it's thing. It's the reverse now. meaning of the app. That's like being That's like, so oh, it's, it's a high so bomb down bad. today. I better go outside and sneeze and play myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I know. It's horrible. That's really bad. I know. You're going to be so old one day. I know. I'm going to be a leather bag. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what we have, like, you know, we have all these laser treatments. We Mm. have, like, the Dermafrac. We can get that texture back. We can retinol. We can get our prescription retinols. Like, it's it's not over. Yeah. Question about prescription retinol. Mm. Do you just go to a dodgy doctor and be like, can I get a script for retinol? Or do you have to have, is there a therapeutic reason to get retinol? Like, yeah, you can tell your GP, oh, I have acne. Can I have this? <laughs> can a GP prescribe retinol? Do you know? They can prescribe, um, yeah, <laughs> they can us. prescribe the Retin-A or Differin. Yeah. I got my Differin from a GP. Okay. Um, mm. It burned my face off and oh. I'll never do it again. Retinol burns Brent my face off. Brenton's the doctor mm. and one Christmas I might just ask for a script. Oh my God, Merry Christmas. Can we ask for a script for all of us? We can just divide and conquer them. I'm yes. scared though. Like I'm pretty happy with my um, Medicaid. Mm. Yeah, I want to try little and often. Bil- little and often. Yeah, bilberry. Mm. The natural alternative to retinol. Bacuchiol. Bacuchiol. Burberry. Not the brand. There is a. Bacuchiol. I want to try that. But retinol is natural because it's vitamin A. Really? Yeah. Sorry, I just had to. Yeah. No, that's okay. But I just find that I like my I think face. Yeah, less, less irritating have... alternative potential. Yeah. Oh, God, a certain percentage weird. of people just can't. I think I'm one of those people that just can't. I've tried so many. many. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we've digressed again. Off track. Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) This is literally just us all the time. It's not just you. (laughs) Do we need to only worry about SPF in summer? Um, so I would use, yeah, like Cancer Council, SunSmart app. Because it tells me, like it gives me a notification on my phone being like, UV is bad from this time to this time. That's when you need to wear sunscreen. Stay out. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Between nine till three, sit under a tree. Oh, is that the rule? That was, I was a long time yeah. under a yeah. tree. That is a long time under a tree. <laughs> what if I need to leave? What, what if, if I, I need have to leave? pee? Yeah. <laughs> what if I need to go reapply my sunscreen? Legit. <laughs> I feel attacked. Yeah, um, so if it says wear sunscreen, then I wear it. When do I need to be particularly worried looking at a UV index? Like five and above? Four and above? Um, if it's above two. What? <gasps> yeah, so if it's three then you need to wear sunscreen per Cancer Council recommendation. 
Holy Ooh. shit. And in Australia, I imagine every day is above three. But do you know yeah. what's bad as well? Daylight savings. It could be a three at like 8 p.m. Yeah. Um, could it not? No. Six, yeah, seven? Six. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. I think we need to like, put a link into this um, app. Oh, Holy absolutely. Crap. I need to reapply sunscreen. Re sunscreen more often. That's I need to reapply it later in the day. Have. Yes. Yes. How do you reapply sunscreen over makeup? Yes, this is we, such a good we one. We know you have a hack. Yes. Teach us your ways. Okay. 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 So, um, if you're lazy... Lots of mist. Yeah. yeah. Does it break down your mascara, do you find? I only wear tubing. I oh. don't wear tubing, and I've never found that a mist breaks down my mascara. Okay, good. But if you wear, if you use a mist, you need to use a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and do you know what? I would probably, I know we just said that you had to uh, sunscreen your eyelids, but you could literally just like... Um, yeah. put two fingers over your eyelids and spray. Which oh, is yeah. actually something that I do now because I crease so much. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to... I do it with the dewy skin, protect. touch a dewy skin yeah. mist. I have to cover my eyes or my eyeshadow starts to crease. Yeah. Sorry about that. No. Um, no, we're going to get a live demonstration. Yeah. yeah. So ready. a little bit at a time, you can like, you, oh. you probably will need to reapply blush and bronzer depending. And like, it does take a little while, but if you insist on your makeup being good, you can just... Pat it over the top. Pat it over the top. Yeah, yeah, so drop it on a small amount at a time. Um, just pat it in with your finger, or I like the Juno sponge. Yes. Not a beauty blender. We have the Juno sponge. Yes, and we did it as a product the beauty of the blender will absorb it, whereas the Juno sponge yeah. doesn't. Yeah. And that's yeah. the sole purpose. Doesn't absorb shit, that yeah. sponge. No. Did we say what the product was? This is the Ultraviolet SPF 50 in the dropper. Yeah. I've also tried the 50... Not in the dropper. What's the that moisturizer. called? Supreme screen. Supreme screen. And what I've done is if I'm taking the dog out for a walk after work and I've got a full face of makeup and I don't want to cleanse, but I don't want to look like a psycho with smears, I just put like a shit ton in my palms, rub them push together it. and just like push, push it all over yeah. my face. Yeah. yeah. Probably wasn't, I guess pushing, you might have gaps that you've missed, Yeah. but like it's be it's better than nothing. It's absolutely good than nothing. It's okay actually. It didn't yeah, you didn't just have yeah. to flush. But, um, yeah. you know, the faster you go, the more you're going to mess it up. And blush yeah. always goes first. Yeah. yeah. My blush gets fucked up just from, like, an hour Thinking. away. My face is like, yeah. drank it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm patchy. Psych. <laughs> yeah. I would say as well, if you know that you're going to be having to reapply, like it's summer, you've got barbecue, you're on a beach holiday or whatever... My tip is to do the reverse of what you think you should do. So you're thinking, it's summer, it's hot, gross, powder, lots. Switch to a powder foundation for summer, whatever. Wear all creams yeah. because then you can smush it around your face and mm -hmm. the powder won't start to congeal. And you can yeah, just true. like reapply. Or if you're a particularly powdery person, maybe start by spritzing your face with a Fix Plus or something that's going to mm -hmm. break down your products a little mm. bit yeah. and then apply sunscreen yeah that's, that's what i would do mm. yeah yeah like i'd get the juno sponge fix plus bop over it and yeah. then reapply with your juno sponge over the top just so that it's not um going over like a film yeah. formed because if it's that yeah if you've got i always like liken it to an analogy of like when you make a sand castle and you've got the wet sand and you put the dry sand on the top and all of a sudden it goes like crispy yes yeah i feel like for some reason, that's how I would feel just putting sunscreen on top of a crispy sandcastle. Yeah. Ain't gonna work. Not gonna Ain't work. work. I don't really powder. Yeah. Ever. Can't so really. I thought you were gonna be like, I don't really make sandcastles. No. <laughs> that too. So, yeah. I'm gonna regret that analogy when I'm editing. Too much sun exposure yeah. required. <laughs> yeah, you have to be comfortable with a glowy finish, I think, if you're gonna reapply. Yeah. So, just like, get, get, just get used to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Your skin will thank you. Also, 
contrary to popular belief, you look more young when you're glowy. So just 1, embrace it for summer. Or if you're that much, if you're that oily of a person that you can't handle the oiliness from the reapply, reapply your sunscreen and then get a powder that's got an SPF as well, even though they don't, you know, accumulate. Do that much, yeah. Just buff over the top of it once it's set, and then you've reapplied makeup and yeah, and yeah. sunscreen. Yeah, done. Yeah, cool. Um, should we touch on that? That was a question. Let's touch on it now. If I wear an SPF 50 sunscreen and then I put an SPF 15 powder over the top, am I wearing SPF 75? No. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. Here you go, Hannah. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, they do not, yeah, they don't accumulate. So mm-hmm. the highest SPF you'll have is the highest number that you're wearing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It, and you have to wear enough of it. Yeah. Might have mentioned that. <laughs> it's important you've got to hammer it into people yeah. no that's true because I used to think that oh I'm wearing a 15 as long as I reapply regularly like that's fine but I was probably wearing like a quarter of what you should be of a 15 so yeah. I was getting SPF mm-hmm. 2 yeah. yeah yeah. so true um, can you tell us any hydrating sunscreens that won't break you out well we've already debunked that they shouldn't be breaking you out yeah. well I guess maybe if you've got a hydrating sunscreen that has like a shea butter or like a thicker texture maybe Mm. A la Adrian's body yeah. suns- sunscreen on his face. Well, yeah. Don't <laughs> use body sunscreen on your face if it's got shea butter in it. Shea butter in general is likely yeah. to break you out, especially yeah. if you're breakout prone. Yeah. I, I find I get oils. congested by shea and I'm not particularly breakout prone. Yeah. Because yeah. it's heavy. And it lots is... of people get sensitive to coconut oil and things like yes. that as well, which is in yeah. obviously there's lots of coconut in. Even on my body. Yeah. I'll get... Back me. <laughs> Or like on my legs yeah. as well, oh, like yeah. clogged pores, yeah, kind yeah. Of like bumps. Yeah. yeah, I would vote. Oh my God, take a shot every time we say ultraviolet, but I would vote the yeah. ultraviolet supreme. We yeah. should basically be sponsored or, by ultraviolet yeah. for this whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> I really you like, like the Mecca, Mecca one. I thirty really, or fifty? Because fifty, I find 50 the thirty only. more hydrating. No, so I find that the fifty is more hydrating, but also I like the consistency better of the fifty than I do the thirty because it yeah. feels more like a moisturizer. I find that it's not quite as tacky and it has no scent. It's very lovely. Yeah, um, yeah. or the Purito one. Um, mm. yeah, that is. Less like it's hydrating, but I find it takes on the texture of whatever I'm using with it. So, mm-hmm. if I've gone really moisturizing with my skincare, it'll do that. If I want to be more satin, it'll do that. Yeah, um, you have to get it from Yes Style, but Korean I sunscreens think, are quite I've never good. trusted purchasing yes. anything from Yes Style. Should mm. we touch on Korean sunscreens while yeah, someone actually up? asked about um, do we recommend any Asian sunscreens? Yes, so I'm not sure if everyone knows this, but. Asia, especially Korea, is like the queen of sun care and protection. Mm. Like they have umbrellas that are like UV proof. Like they have every type of sunscreen you possibly can. Like that is where the most phenomenal SPF innovation is coming from mm. is in Asia. So have 1, you tried 000%. any Shiseido sunscreens? Are they good? Yeah. So I have tried the Shiseido ones. Did um, you try that one? Oh, I haven't tried that one. Um, I have tried the. Uh, is it called Wet Force? Water Force? Which is an SPF 50. Um, it's their most famous one. It's tinted. It's like yeah. a BB. Um, I really, really Primary like it. Primary or secondary sunscreen? It's secondary. Okay. Um, so I would still put something underneath it, but um, it's really beautiful. It stays a really long time, and it is, like, waterproof. So that's Ooh. a good one. Um, mm. But you can't get them in Australia. Uh, so that's Even if issue. you import them? I mean, you could probably illegally import them. Yeah, that's for sure. Very illegal. That one's beautiful. Um, there's... The one that Loz is trying right now is 
clairs. Yes. Yeah. Airy essence UV essence. Yeah, airy yeah. UV soft airy UV essence. K L A I R S. The packaging could not look more K beauty if it tried. It's like yeah. seriously it's clinical beautiful. white. With a little bit of like daintiness to it. Yeah, yeah. it's clinically white with um, <laughs> it's like with rounded edges. Yeah, it's, it's like beautiful. an era that this is, or like yeah. it's like it's like a hint of Laura Ashley. I don't know yes! what it is. Yeah, it like goes into this clinical look. Anyway, yeah. it's true. There's um, sorry, still oh, yeah, on the Asian one. There is one that I use that I really really like. It's by a brand called Misha which is really popular in Asia. Um, it is called Misha Flash Up Sun, and it's SPF 50, mm-hmm. um, and it is glowy. So um, it leaves such a beautiful, not a residue, but it leaves um, like almost like a gloss on the skin. So if you like that look, it's really, really beautiful. But yeah, you can get into Asian sunscreens because they're amazing. They have so many cool formulas. They've got like ones that can go on the skin and are like a foam and are like instantly cooling in the heat and they're SPF 50. Ooh. So cool. It's so cool. That's Podcast fun. trip to Korea. I mean, I it. was telling you that I want to go to Asia next year. Um, <laughs> sunscreens that don't smell. This was a big trigger point on our Instagram story. People yeah. don't like sunscreens that smell like sunscreen. I feel like this Supreme is... screen, uh, Supreme screen. Yeah. screen does smell. It does yeah. smell, but the, the serum doesn't. The serum smells beautiful. Do you know what? My sister, when she tried it, because she wanted to trial it for a couple of days to see if it made her make her break out, um, she smelled it in the bottle and was like, wow, it really smells like sunscreen. Mm. Texted me the next day and said, I just want to retract what I said yesterday about it smelling like sunscreen. She said it smells really delightful and like almost floral on the yeah, face. Yeah, it oh. like almost lavendery or something. I Queen. don't know. Yeah. Rose. Yeah, Rose. rose. No, that's, that's right. It is rose. Mm. Yeah. I think, subtle rose. Yeah, I think not that. Day. Yeah, yeah. Body sunscreens very much have a strong scent to them, and yeah. chemist sunscreens have a strong scent to them. Yeah. But I think that when you start moving into that luxury <laughs> kind of area, so like ultraviolet, the Mecca ones, um, Logcom sunscreen used to smell so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Fancy. like when you get like into you those higher end ones, they really do remove that sunscreen yeah. and that tackiness that you can get quite often as well. That being said, I guess if you're not I, I imagine an SPF scent is, it's like, that is the nature of an SPF. Like, it smells like that because that's what it smells like. Not because that's they go, let's the... make it smell like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas, where was I going with this? Oh, if you're getting a sunscreen that doesn't smell like a sunscreen, it's probably because it's highly fragranced. Yeah, so it if smells you're someone, like something else. Yeah, yeah. if you're someone who is, ir- like, highly irritated by things, possibly getting something that's fragranced isn't a good idea either. This one smells like nothing, I think. The Claire's yeah. one. The Claire's one. Yeah. Um, the Purito Unscented also smells like nothing, also oh. Korean. Like nothing. It doesn't smell like sunscreen. It just is nothing. completely... Scentless. Wow. Like ugh, magic. Um, ugh, Such a good sunscreen. I would have brought it, but I finished it. I think mm. in the podcast <laughs> I was listening to with um, Gemma Watts and what's the owner of Ultraviolet? Ava. Ava Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. I think she said that in their initial trial, their sunscreen didn't... People were like, oh, it doesn't smell enough. I prefer it smell... Oh, wow. I think it was with oh, the mineral they, sunscreen. They think that that means Well, it just... Working. They were like, it just feels like... It was just weird. Like, it wasn't a yeah. joy to use. So, they actually preferred it to smell a little bit like something, even if it was a bit like, oh, this smells a bit funny than if it so smells like nothing. And I feel the same. When something's completely unscented, I'm like, 
oh, this is boring. Whereas yeah. Summer Sunday Riley smells gross, but I'm like, mm. oh, it must be working because it yeah. smells like lemongrass. So That's true. like when things burn you. You're like, yeah. oh, it's burning. It must be working. Yeah, that was literally <laughs> me with Juno oil. I couldn't get around it in the beginning. And then eventually I was like, I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. It smells like pizza shapes, but it's fine. Does it? No. Pizza shapes. She always no, likens it to that. I think it smells like pizza shapes. And I think that good jeans smells like a pissy train underpass. But... <laughs> I think it smells nice. I like good jeans. If you go to Thailand... Good jeans smells like Thailand. <laughs> good jeans smells fine. I think if we're talking about smelly things, we need to talk about Paracone and how much oh. it smells like fucking salmon. <laughs> Do you know what? True. Oh, I can't even go there. Do you know how they reformulated the blue plasma? How yeah. that originally smelled like fish? And then I got a sample of the new exfoliating toner. Those fuckers. It's just the same thing. It's not blue. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it and I was like, this smells like blue plasma. It just rubs fish around um, my face. The Illogique Recherche. Mask Vivant. Oh, no. no. Oh, well. It smells like cat pee. Does it? Uh, Straight up. But is it good? Oh. <laughs> Lauren's like willing to try. It's probably the second best mask I've ever used. Wow. To Melanie Grant we go. I need to go to Armadale tomorrow. Can you get it in Melbourne at yeah. Melanie Grant? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm going to get the name tomorrow and I'm, I'm legitimately going to buy it. It's like decongesting. It's got a bit of lactic and like mm. a slight bit of clay as well, but it's somehow like balancing. It's got all these healing yeasts, but I swear to God, mm. Vegemite and cat pee. Like, oh, yeah. I don't care what it's I don't care either. Like, yeah, yeasty like, is not, yeast yeah. not a good smell. No. Oh my God. Yeasty, which makes me a sicko, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want cat pee, but I don't it mind yeasty. Like tinnier. Tinnier. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay. All right. Do you have any other summer skincare slash beauty tips? Don't, Too fake tan? Don't get in the sun. I bed. love fake tan. Yeah, please never, um, please never get a real tan. <laughs> oh, can we touch on that? Yeah. So uh, you were saying earlier that you used to use, well, that you have used sunbeds before. Yeah, Doubled. like everyone yeah. was doing it. Like the cool girls in school worked at the solarium. <laughs> I was not cool. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> Years later, well, you're it's cool still now. Not fine. <laughs> I do my best. Yeah, you know, everyone was doing it. It was like 2005, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. All the cool girls in my school went to the solarium too. Yeah. yeah. How they look now. Still the same, oh. sadly. Give me five more years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not quite long enough in yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I went to the solarium maybe five times total because, like, my boyfriend at the time was like, oh, you should get a tan, you're too pale. Man. Oh, how dare you? Oh, oh, yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, I would come out with a face, like, covered in freckles. Yeah. And I'd maybe be, like, a tiny bit darker. Yeah. And now they're illegal. Yeah, yeah, because they're cancer boxes. There's a correlation with skin cancer. Yeah, what made you stop going? I just didn't do anything. Yeah, I was gonna. I asked you earlier because we have very similar skin type, and regardless of what what I say to people, they still think that I will possibly tan at some point in my Mm. life. But I keep telling them I have tried, and I do not physically tan. Mm. And yeah, I can imagine that if I ever tried to go to a solarium, it would be the same for me. Yeah, I just wouldn't even brown. I would just get more freckly, and then. Nothing would happen and I'd be sad. Yeah, and then later, years down the track, you'll see a picture of your underlying sun damage and you'll be like, fuck me. That was not worth it. Yeah, (laughs) so true. Yeah. Yeah. What were your um, summer beauty tips, whether it was tanning or whatnot? Because we digressed into the solariums. Yeah. Um, I love fake tan, right? So I think a good tan remover. What's your fave out of interest? Because we have the same skincare. Yes. Skin tan, skin color, skin tone. (laughs) So Isle of Paradise. Yes. Clear mousse in the dark. 
In the violet shade. Yeah. Ah, so I, I made don't... me buy green. I didn't. I no, said... you made me buy purple, but I had the ah. spritz. Have you tried the ultra dark yet? The no. Express. Oh, I'd like to see you I in haven't. that. Would you look like you've had a month in the Caribbean? No, no, no. Well, I'm so, like, it's ultra dark today. Express. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the amount of time you leave it on is how dark it goes. Oh. So, like, you can get, like, a tan Sleeping. in two hours. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. sleep in it forever. Oh my god! Okay, I'm sleeping it for two days, so. and I'll still only be like, yeah, yeah. I also <laughs> use Isla Paradise. Yeah, mm, I like yeah. Isla Paradise. Too. I love their vibe. Like, I can look at their Instagram, and I don't feel like you know, I feel yeah, like represented. Yeah. yeah, they're all about body positivity. Mm. Um, the cool thing about using um a mist or something like that is that you can spray it onto your face. I know the tan will naturally hit the high points in the face, so yes. the points there you would naturally get darker, which means it looks more natural. Yeah. I also Always like makes my big nose so brown. <laughs> you might be using the wrong one. I mean, you could use Isla Paradise drops. However, it wouldn't give you that natural, yeah. like darker bits. The Oscar one is my favorite, which you can buy on Cult Beauty. You liked the James Reed one. I love the James Reed one. Mm. That's my favorite. Yeah. Face tan. Yep. I love Dr. Dennis Gross slow pads. Yes, yes. I like them too because mm. they get rid of the, the dead time. skin cells while you're tanning so they don't make my dry yeah. nose super brown because yep. it exfoliates. Luna Bronze do a good face one as oh, well. Oh, have you tried that? Yeah. I've got the tan looks um, hyaluronic serum yes. drops. Yes. Did you try that? I have well? them okay. and they are really good as yeah, well. I do really like them. They're really nice. Where did you get yours from? Adore Beauty. Yeah, cool. I like the fact that with the spritz tans, the actual like sprays that aren't aerated, you can um, bend over and spray them on your back yeah. and tan you your can. back lightly yeah. because my issue is I'm too lazy. Adrian is always playing Xbox when I'm trying to fake tan and he Just cannot tan my back. Stop. I know I try and make him stop sometimes but I can't get him all the time. You know so what? You can bend over forward and horizontally spritz your back yeah. and it makes you a bit more brown so you don't have such a white back. Can't relate. I'm, so, I'm hyper flexible. I can tan every I part can of my too. Too. Can too. Yeah, yeah, I can as well but also Zero issues. I can't no, do that But it's all. just sometimes it's just easy to bend forward and go and yeah. then you're a little bit brown. Yeah, too. what I saw from the Isle of Paradise founder Jules is actually he was saying to get a wooden spoon and no, that's way like, harder your than just on doing it. This. and then literally just mm. going like that. Well, if you can't reach, you have no choice, do you? Like, no, most right. people can't do what you're doing. I can't relate. So you can literally just go that way if you don't have someone to turn your back. If you are single, like me, <laughs> that is what I do. Sucker. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Final question: Is there anything else that you want to add or plug on this episode? Have we missed anything that you really wanted to talk about or want to plug? Yeah. We have missed one thing, which is the ultraviolet body sunscreen. So I brought over this lab sample. Top yeah, secret. Top secret she lab had to sample. bring it in a briefcase, and there was a bodyguard with her. <laughs> it's an armaguard band. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. It's got a bit of, like, champagne shimmer in it. Yeah. Does it? It's beautiful. Yes. Oh, yeah, it does. I feel Ooh. like that's going to reflect my... Varicose veins. Yes. Shut we up. We all know crow's feet varicose veins and so you're like, oh my three beauty qualms. See? I tried it. I tried oh, it. I on your leg? It. Do you want to try it on the... Oh, I should have not taking off my pants. Okay. <laughs> I have my compression tights. It's a whole lot. Okay. okay. It's a um, situation. Oh. So, um, it, it's going to have a light coconut milk smell, I think, unless mm. it's a final thing. I don't know. I don't work for them. I just have this lap sample and I really like it. Um, so I think that's a really interesting and amazing idea for just getting people to do their SPF on their body, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. you just give your skin a bit of a glow. Oh my god. I would be way more inclined to to put it on my neck and my what? shoulders 
if I got a glow from oh, it. Oh, the crown. thing about yeah, my knee looks beautiful. like a bulbous I put that on my decolletage. Yeah, sure. the thing about having anything on your body with shimmer in it is it makes you look leaner and that your skin looks more even. Mm. So this would be amazing for that. When is it coming out? I don't January. know. January. But I... It I, has to be it has I heard to be on the podcast it said January. Really? I well, so. can't miss, you can't if miss you, peak summertime. It'd have to be January, surely. Yeah, if if you jump on TGA and look at us listed and search ultraviolet, you can get a sneak preview of what the name is going to be. Oh, really? Yeah, because I like like TGA website. Of course, it's <laughs> such a nerdy thing to do. I know. I sometimes I hate read about like um tanning oils. Mm, you hate read. I hate look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I read like the reports. And stuff. I can totally imagine doing that and be like, oh, babe, listen to this. Says yeah. <laughs> it. But what sign? is being like yeah let's put this on the market like willingly yeah and not a scientist someone Probably who an works in beauty or an anti-vaxxer yeah yeah I'm excited for that I don't know when it's coming out hopefully tomorrow because I'm nearly out of this sample and, <laughs> yeah, uh, and we can produce it on my own <laughs> no no please that's why I brought it to share but, it's beautiful um, yeah alright well I think that's everything unless there's anything else you want to talk no. about well obviously you can follow Hannah um, at Ms underscore Hannah underscore E we will probably post about her on our Instagram stories today yeah. if you're listening on a Monday. Yeah. I can um, share also. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Please. Please, <laughs> someone listen to this. Don't make it the worst performing ever. Yeah, I know. We'll never have another so guest on if you don't listen. listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you enjoyed this. And thanks for listening to our summer sun care special. Obviously, if you have any questions, you can yeah. slide into our DMs or Hannah's. Yeah. Welcome to Hannah's Instagram inbox. I do sunscreen posts every Wednesday if I'm yeah. feeling it. Sometimes it's Thursday morning. And I usually will ask what questions people have yep. as well. So She does um, her own Laquo. She <laughs> does her own Laquo. Fabulous. Well, you know, that way people, it, you know, it, well, it helps me. It's, it's lazy for me, right? Yeah. But um, it also helps me understand what people do really want to know or yes. what people don't know. So. We do understand that. Yeah. We do understand that. And as we have found out from all of our questions, that they're definitely not as informed as we thought they were. No. No. So for all of the 42% of our followers who aren't wearing sunscreen every day, we hope that this hour and a half long episode has encouraged you to do so. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we'll make it into two episodes. We'll We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we have a third episode of just Milo ruining shit. (laughs) (laughs) Milo, no! All right, let's get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening again this week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 No, Milo, don't jump on the coffee table. No, Milo. Milo, Milo, down. No, Milo. Milo. (laughs) Carry on, Milo. This is your podcast after Um. all. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.